Hello, hello, hello. Hi my lovelies. Karibuni sana to yet another episode of Therapeutic, a safe space designed to get to the heart of what makes you and I tea. My name is Koi and I'm Wende and today we have the privilege of having a guest in the house and we thought it would be beautiful to talk about mindfulness having a gentleman in the room. As you know this month has been Men's Mental Health Month and we have been deliberately including men's voices on this channel and your feedback has been amazing yes. you've been loving it you've been showing up you've been forwarding you've been doing so well so makofi kwenye I'm up, give yourself a pat on the back because yes yeah mm. and and you know maybe there's someone who's listening who's wondering what wana tumanga feedback woja go kutuma feedback what have you been doing yeah how, how do you send feedback you can find us on instagram we are therapeutic on twitter therapeutic facebook therapeutic basically therapeutic everywhere across all platforms yeah. and we are the red hat with the blue background Social. and if you want even to write us an email you can find us at therapeutic at gmail.com perfect amazing with no further ado mm-hmm. it is our time mm. to introduce our guest karibu sana hello <laughs> Uh my government name is George. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we shall go with the government name. No. <laughs> we don't want the government name in Mesquite or George Sai. Allah, who is that? <laughs> uh, okay, my government name is George, uh but I am widely known as Bem. Famously. You know, when that this podcast is likely to go viral. Yeah. Ooh. For real. Yeah. I uh, I can't wait. Bem Bem knows everyone basically. Ata kuna to msketu introduction. Bem. Okay. And then they drop everything to get into this conversation. Hey. Are you an MCA in the making? What's happening? Me, I don't know who you people are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> me nobody knows me. <laughs> nobody. You, if you if you know if you know Bem In fact, I know what we do. If you know Bem, just follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And then we will tell from the day this podcast went live, which is on Thursday. Come drop a like on this episode. Drop a like and show a like who you you know Bem. Wow. That will be like, yeah. I like for Bem. Yeah. So, so let's stick to the government name, George. No, we like the famous lead. This is our opportunity to gather more likes on our Instagram page. So we shall go with Bem. And we want to start this conversation with very simple questions. Um and all of us get to answer that's the beauty of it what is like the last meal you had that you really really enjoyed and why crickets <laughs> because we are all gentle ladies over here we will let our guests start and koyani you've gone for the stomach yani hakuna soft nini we have to start with stomach food is a good topic like if you guys find food to be difficult surely surely as in, are you even ready for question 2 Wow, that's a hard question. I barely remember what I had for breakfast. Well, well, well. Uh but I think one meal that stands out is um went to have some what is it called? It has some fast for some fancy name. Uh, it's called a brisket. Mm. <laughs> In Kikuyu. No, 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 Um yeah, so my wife and I went to have a brisket um in Kikuyu. I think the name of the place is Texas or something. Mm. That meat, I still remember it. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. What made that meal specifically so memorable? It was tasty. <laughs> But also I had amazing company Ooh. in form of my wife. Hey, wow. Shout out to my wife. Shout out to the wife. 
um, then I feel like mine is so shallow. So the other day, <laughs> the other day, we went to a friend, to a friend of ours, and so I was like very hungry. I'd not eaten lunch, and then they offered like this amazing um rice. It was like brown rice and chicken. It was kenyeji chicken done so nicely, and guac on the side and kenyeji. Yani, I think to likula your meal bila nini good discipline. It was so fast good asante very nice. It was like the best meal I've had this week. Yeah. You know Kuya, I'm just imagining you've eaten rice so many times, kienyeji so many times. What made this particular one stand out? The hunger. <laughs> I had not eaten the whole day. Wow, thank you for your honesty. Well, um for me currently I am having a complicated relationship with food. <laughs> so, I've been on this endeavor to eat more healthy. So, I have been avoiding wheat. <sighs> for someone who bakes, eh, let me just tell you, it's been a struggle. It's been it's been hard. But interestingly enough, I've realized the last meal I enjoyed was broccoli i know this will sound so weird but it was broccoli and chicken and i was really trying to experiment and liven up my meal yes my broccoli and it got exciting in the process so i think for me what made it interesting because i'm like i'm sure i'm saying broccoli lini bamba kuna watu wame roll macho zao bear with me um i i think what made it memorable is I'm trying to switch my mind into appreciating that. So I was like to just na vitu tunapenda so vitunguzi ilikuwa present, mushrooms were present and everything. So I think for me that has that was the memorable one. I never in a million years thought I would say that. I'm sure people who know me are just gasping and wondering which alien has hijacked my brain but it is I. It is true. I enjoyed broccoli and chicken. Thank you. <laughs> Um, we cannot imagine <laughs> that that was enjoyable. That is not interesting. Like, like, where would I come visit to eat that? Um, okay, I, I just thought of another meal. Yeah. Every Sunday morning at in church, those smokies and kachumbari. Oh, Aki, they, they, they slap. They slap. Yes. They slap. As in, I don't like smokies, like in those ones in church. I think it's because they've been prayed for. <laughs> Every Sunday, they slap. Okay, they are so good. And also because they, 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 like we have them communally. So it's like just a bunch of like 15 people. Kila mta nachukua yake, anakata, neka kachumbari. And all those like different kinds of sauces. Mm. Mm. Okay. You should come to our church. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, another question. What is the most beautiful place you visited recently? Tunajua labda mshai kwa uko Italy na Maldives. Izo ni many years ago. Amen. The Lord, he, from Koi's mouth to, to your Lord's ears. What's the time frame for recent? Most recent. <laughs> so I'm hoping it's COVID. I'm hoping it's like in the last one, two, maybe three months. Uh, I would let the ladies go first now. I can tell you. So at some point this year, I think March or Feb, I said going for these hikes and trails um in random places and so and Bem is one who introduced me. You see, Bem knows people. Hey, be a friend to Bem. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to one of those places. Bam, connecting people. Hey, 
then you knock yeah sorry i had to okay. there shall be a connecting charge <laughs> maybe i can become a millionaire now this is your opportunity this is what you've been waiting oh, for so on this one trail we went to there were three waterfalls so the first one was tiny and there was like a kadam being created somewhere so it was sort of like dying and then we went to the second one and it was more lively girl we went to the third one it was the most beautiful place so the way it's structured wherever we stood on the rocks where we stood like you had to lift up your head to see it you know it's like as if you're like looking up to the heavens yeah. and then because of the pressure with which it was coming and the weight was hitting rocks it was sparkling i kid you not i named it sparkly because it was beautiful so i think that's one of the most beautiful spaces i've been Bam, where was that yeah. e, muna discover waterfalls yeah. na sparkles and you're not telling us tell us where was this nione kando wow it's come in kenya sema watu watembee kenya hapo nyuma yetu hapo nyuma na kuja na connection charge oh my god oh ajalipo connection charge is the best bit good claim but you can pay us okay um for me i'll say the recent one this week so for me so many I'm a nature junkie everyone knows that when we in high school you know when we used to walk back from the dorms to uh, i mean from classes to our hostels as we had hostels we didn't have dorms <laughs> and um <laughs> and i remember i used to love looking at the sky and people used to be like what's wrong with you but the stars yes So for me I like taking those moments small small things. So the recent one Just I'll say we were in high school 10 years ago. That's not recent, Monday. So I No, I was building I was building the story so that what might look big to me might look small to someone else. I was giving context. So we usually go to Karura often with my spouse and Juzi we were there and it was cold because we're in july so there was like the 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 atmosphere was like gloomy almost gloomy looking right and it wasn't hot but the forest cover it looked like a nice background you know these backgrounds you see quatv as in yeah computer ile screen saver ama the you know so it had this like like a brooding kind of mood But then the temperature was cool so it was for me i felt like it was like the back scene not of a horror movie or anything but more of like a a cool inviting like tungekewa tu hamo kapo life would have been perfect you know so i i really and the, and this week i've been referring to that a lot like when i'm like wow it's so cold ama wa nini nini hiyo ndio imekuwa screen saver at the back of my mind like where can i just escape to and that really that forest cover and everything has just been heaven beautiful 100% recommend mimi and like connecting charges up as a bam for free if you're looking for a therapeutic background screen saver and beauty tembea karura explore nature yes bem ni make catch feelings anyway continue <laughs> bem how about you <laughs> it it would definitely have to be on one of those hikes um i'm forgetting the name of this place but again it's it had waterfalls actually two beautiful waterfalls it rained 
it was muddy, but it was amazing. It was yes. Um, you Were can you see, rained on? Yes. Okay. I I I I love being outdoors and just getting stuck in mud and yes. <laughs> Wewe uko na detol mom ama ulikuwa na detol mom ndio ndio outdoors is beautiful wow yeah. hey asijui hata mimi ni recruitiwe waterfall see and the madia the better umesema to the madia nikafeel too malaika zangu the nyueles at the back of my neck zikiwa like uh matope but mvua we can work with mvua matope There's something so beautiful about those nature walks yeah. where you like always see mama so let's mosh the ground and then it's muddy and then so it, it is usually so nice kwanza if you're using public transport till with CBD and you look at yourself you're like oh! and it's, the, it's a friday and people are looking so nice they're going out you they're looking very mad <laughs> you're covered in mud to your knees <laughs> mimi i'm so tempted umesema kushika ground nika imagine makucha zangu Mingi, but the waterfalls for the for the views we will go we will go aki i don't know sidri munona apa a collab is brewing eh the next waterfall adventures we should go and, and and tell you guys about it oh i like that isn't it interesting that all our beautiful places are in nature no one has said ile makeup ya nani ama ile nguo ya nani it's interesting that the 10 out of 10 100 rip- percent recommend is all god's doing so that's that's amazing higher last random question because we're doing random questions because bam umesema ladies first kwako sasa tumerudi um what is the most seemingly insignificant thing you notice about people it might seem in- insignificant but whenever you meet people you're just like hmm 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 I know it's a hard question. By the way listener, if you're being fascinated by these questions, please DM us, give us a voice note, tell us what is the most seemingly insignificant thing that you usually notice about other people. I don't know if this qualifies as insignificant, but the first thing I always notice about people are their eyes. What about their eyes or just their eyes? people's eyes tell you so much as in they're just uh, people's eyes carry stories mm-hmm. and <clears throat> with with time and in life i think i have noticed that people can fake a lot and they can cover up a lot but very few people are capable of lying with their eyes mm-hmm. yeah That's or hiding true. what's going on in their lives from their eyes and that's why they say their eyes are the windows of the soul well that's true <laughs> <laughs> no it's interesting what you're saying is true because like most people can fake a smile but if it doesn't reach your eyes it wasn't genuine like for me that's how i know that's a real smile if it wrinkles adi macho zako you're like oh say for really li toka kwa ndani Exactly. Hajakulol. <laughs> you know most of the time we type LOL and you were barely moved. You didn't even blink. You were just like LOL laughing like Okay. You remember when we used to dini in Facebook? We kulikuwa na RLM. We were rolling on the floor. Gen Z forgive us for that. Moving on swiftly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be like 
Apo walisauku edit. I don't think they went for a story of that. Um, so before I answer mine, you know, um, I remember there's a time we we're having a conversation in our house and we we're asking some single men, what is it that they like in women? And I had two very interesting things. So one person said, big guys. We we're like, oh, hi. Okay. Nice. Good to know. Then the other one said teeth. And of course, when they say teeth, you're like, oh, wow. So you like, like when they're like bright white and lined all together. Nini, nini. Like, nope. I like the ones that are not nicely arranged. <laughs> I'm like, there's someone who's had self-esteem issues. Who am to Alisa first as a COVID? See, we all had masks. Like, how are they seeing these people's teeth? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um. So I, it's very weird, but I notice people's hands. Yeah. Like, so I, I don't, like, I'll just notice either you have, like, nice hands, nice nails. I'll just notice things about you. I'm like, oh, you look so big, but your hands are so tiny. <laughs> We shall not mention any presidents. <laughs> Where? That is a random, random. Ooh. Okay. From so when I was single. <laughs> tell us, Goy. No blushing. Tell us. Me, I used to look at people's hands and I just like, oh, I don't like your hands. <laughs> <laughs> so hands were a deal breaker. Yeah. Aki, they can't do anything about their hands, Goy. I know. <laughs> That's my choice. Ume spark controversy na joapo Ume a very interesting subject. Oh, for me, honestly, I'm trying to remember before COVID what I used to notice about people. But after COVID, um, sitting across people in therapy, I started noticing people's eyebrows. Like, because, you know, most of the time, like if you're in a session talking to someone and they have a mask all you can look at is their eyes and eyebrows and that's when it was fascinating so eyes i would see but i i noticed their eyebrows and the this the real estate between your eyebrows and your hairline that forehead place because a lot of expression happens there like when you're surprised when you're confused like a lot happens there and i didn't know like it's that much until you're sitting across someone and reading their body language through their eyebrows and their forehead wrinkles and everything. So for me, I think that's... And now, even now, as masks regulations have relaxed and everything, although they're coming back, so mask um, that still remains. This is, I still notice people's eyebrows and I am so jealous of men because they have the most well-shaped bushy eyebrows hapa wengi wetu tulinyimwa real estate hapo na nywele like ni shadow tu ilikuwa ghost anyway wonder would you say that the east african forehead eh? uh, allows allows more room for communication <laughs> what <laughs> And like, guys, anyone who's listening, they'll be like, why did you invite them? We invited them because we wanted to talk about mindfulness. And that point right there is a good segue into the topic of the day. And the reason we thought to have these conversations, Bam, is because we realize a lot of us are doing life, but we're not present, but we have to be present. And it's in the little things. It's about what's around you, what's going on within you, how are your relationships going on. Um, and we thought it would be beautiful 
to have you on board. Um, and so for someone who probably didn't listen to mindfulness one, this is a good opportunity for you to go back. But maybe Mwende, you can define for us a fresh mindfulness. And then Bem, you can share with us a few thoughts about mindfulness in general, even before we dive right into the other questions. Thank you, Kui, for grounding us in the present. We were getting carried away. So basically, mindfulness in the most simple simple explanation is being intentionally present in the moment with kindness and non-judgment. Mindfulness it has three aspects. It has the aspect of intentionality. It has the aspect of attention. And it has the aspect of attitude. So if you are if you decide I'm intentionally paying attention to this moment and then coming in with kindness or non-judgment into this space because you can be intentional and um, focus your attention on something, but then you have judgment on it. Like, why are you doing that? How are you? That's not mindfulness. So it has to have an element of non-judgment, non-judgment or kindness. So basically in the basicest most simple <laughs> in the most simplified manner that is what mindfulness is to me. Um and some of you might be wondering why did we start with those questions? Notice that some of the things that stick in our minds are the ones we are the most present for. Remember intention, attention and attitude. You'll remember that beautiful sight because you were intentional. You had climbed a whole mountain or whatever to go see it. You had attention. You focused on that water until you realized it was sparkling, right? And attitude. You were in awe of it. You are in the moment in kindness. You are not like, hey, what's wrong with you? No. So intention, attention, and attitude. Yes. Koi had asked Bem something. Mimi Tunilikwana define. Yes, I was ushering, bringing out the red carpet. Bem, please. Now, now that um, the stage is set, <laughs> I find myself standing in front of people asking, what should I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, mindfulness, I guess, is one of those things that you, I think you could write books about, but really not um, quite touch its essence. But in the simplest form, it's, it's, it's now. It's now. I will go in a couple of tangents <laughs> and try and wrap them into one. For those of you who are into scripture and into the Bible, we there's that whole aspect of heaven. And then heaven is going to be this place that basically has it has no end. And yet as human mind as human beings, we are so used to there being a before and an after. Such that you are told uh there's no tomorrow. You're like, our brains can, our brains just quama. Error for for file cannot be found. Yeah. yeah, you're told there's no yesterday, and you're like, see what now? So in my mind, heaven will be like the eternal now, like 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 right, 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 right now, and that's it. And it will be a now that is so amazing that you literally are not looking forward to what's coming after and whatever is what has happened in the past holds no bearing it's not yeah it it, it pales in comparison because you don't want it to end it's yes. then now that's it's, so amazing yes. you don't want it to end you are fully immersed in it 
So when you talk about mindfulness and when you talk about being present, it's one of those things I look at, and I guess this is why I really love the outdoors, because when you're out there slogging away in the mud, you have got no time to think about, oh, traffic, a thicker road. You've got no time to think about, I mean, yeah, there are those moments your mind will wander and you start thinking about other things, but everything is happening in that moment. When you're, when you're trying to claw your way up a hill and you're sliding, what you're trying to think is, do I have a foothold? Can, has, is my hand grasping on something that is grip? Um, what am I smelling? What am I seeing? What am I hearing? You are there in that moment. And I guess that's one thing I really love about being outdoors and I love about being hiking because it's one of those things that grounds you in ways you could not possibly imagine. And then when you get back home and that moment is past, you are left to such amazing memories. Such we we are currently in a society, in a generation, and this happens to me a lot also. There are so many things happening at the same time that for most of us, if you ask us, eh, what are you doing yesterday at lunchtime? It takes us a bit to remember. Yeah. I don't remember what I was doing. Because uh, that, that, that bit from um, encoding from short-term to long-term memories, we are not present enough to make memories, literally. We are literally not present enough to make any memories. And... The sad thing about that is when you hang out with some of our grandparents, like my grandfather, he had a memory like for an elephant. Mm-hmm. He's not been to a certain room in years, eh? but he'll tell you, no, I left that over here and over here. And, and you go there, you will find it exactly where he said it was. Mm-hmm. You start asking where some things are hey, like... In the house that you live in. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing moment. Please tell us, now that you're a man with a wife, why can't men find socks in their own house? Koi, am I lying? Uh-uh. Mimi, in my house, there's one item. In fact, at this point, everyone who comes to our house is like, don't ask him. <laughs> like you're not a smoker. What you, why is the batch box not in this drawer? What's up? Yeah, sorry. I know you're talking about really heavy things. Only seven no, about like really and heavy things. Yeah, yeah we are affected. Thing. Why don't men know where their socks are? And your grandfather can give men the secrets anyway. But I like what you're saying because um sometimes how I like to look at it is if you're fully in the now, you get to experience it 100%. And when you save it, you back up at least 80%. So sometimes I like looking at the present as a glass full of water. And every time we divide our attention, we... Um, a multitasking or doing, looking at our phones, you know, doing all these things at the same time, we're squandering that joy. We're, sh- I mean, we're squandering that moment. We're shaking that glass. So that by the time the moment is over, instead of realizing that you had a hundred percent of that moment, you realize it at 50%. And when you save it, you save it at 30%. Right? That's why we can't remember what we ate. Because it's a 30%. Yeah. But if we are fully present, that's why you can remember Texas's brisket. Mm. 
I was in that moment. You know, you were fully in that moment. It was saved at 80%. You can describe the smells, the taste, which part of your tongue was engaged. Was it the sweet, the bitter, you know, the salty? Not just some of us learned this story of the tongue in, in class and we have never really utilized it to know, hey, is, does my tongue work there? Apparently, there's another taste the tongue feels. It's called umami. Sijui kama tumeai taste. Waafrika tumeonja umami flavor. But you get what I mean? But you get what I mean? So, if you're not there, you squander it. So, even in your memory, you squander it. And imagine you register a half-lived life. That, that's so true. Um, and when you're also talking about a half-lived life, sometimes the distraction is not our phones. It's not something that's happening around us. Sometimes it's the the residual feelings and emotions that we carry. For example, you are you are with your partner, but you're carrying so much anger and bitterness and stuff yeah. from things that have happened. And you are so about it. And you spend the next couple of years in that anger, carrying forward that anger. And one day when one of you is burying the other person, you're like, I wish I had more time. And yet you squandered the little time that you had by carrying forward, carrying for, not resolving things and allowing things that went unresolved to um, bleed into the moment, into the now. So, um, and like, how do we then learn to be present? Because we go through all these things, then how do we learn to not let the distractions take over? Yeah, that's a good question, Kwe. But Kwe, before we get that, yeah, before we get there, I feel like he's bringing up such a big, big point. Because most of the time we think that it's our phones, it's the TV, it's that you're multitasking. Most of us, you're eating while watching TV or doing an assignment or doing whatever, whatever. But isn't it interesting that even our internal environment, what you're saying, mm -hmm. bleeds into the situation. And I'm just thinking, how many times do we let that I feel like in a light bulb, light bulb moment. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, it's, it's a big one. And what you're saying is so true because sometimes you might struggle. You might, and you know, it's hard. You can't fake it in the moment. Mm. You know, you can't, you can be like, wow, I'm happy. Um, you can like, how many bow, many bow. And sometimes those are the things that rob us of opportunities to make a hundred percent memories. Because think about it. Someone was saying that um, the situations that have the biggest potential for joy are usually the most volatile situations. Let me give you an example. So ideally like anniversaries. Anniversaries ideally you think are whoa, 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 whoa moments. <laughs> when do people fight the most? <laughs> it is anniversaries. You get what I mean? Yeah. Because there you forget. There you, you know. There you, hey, so there's this guy who used to forget their anniversary every single year. 
So on the 10th one, after the wife has been mad over and over and over again, I think at their ninth anniversary, he decided to take a lamp. He set it on his phone, everything. So when it came, he went and bought a card. He was like, ah, this year, Mimi, with all the bonga points, I got this, I got this. So when they had dinner, he sits and he gives his wife the card and the wife is like, you remembered oh my gosh oh my gosh she's so excited opens the card and is so pissed off pissed off why the card says happy birthday <laughs> well technically it was their birthday together no <laughs> look at this yeah. guy look at, look at one of you <laughs> justify. So the guy was like, ah, oh, for real? I saw the message inside the card. I didn't look at outside the card. And the wife was like, if it, your, it was your car, imeenda kwa garage, na imeekwa the wrong tire, unge notice, card to apajo. Anyway, so the thing is that the the emotion, the 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 situations that you think are going to be the happiest and in it, they're usually the most volatile because there's expectation and sometimes there's the past history of things bleeding into the situation that contaminates us from being in the present. How can we do something about that? How can we prevent... To, I'm just asking Kwe's question. Basically, first in that context of emotions, then into the context of everyday life because sometimes it's harder to notice it in ourselves first. It's usually easy to notice it within, like, koya mengia all of a sudden, nimechoka. Like, I can't, like, nasa for kids. No, koya, that has never happened. You are always a joy. <laughs> Let's koya, Bill. <laughs> you, but it's true. It's not. We have done how many episodes together? <laughs> Let me tell you, people. Give people flowers when they're here. Kui, the truth. No, I'm not even joking. After my husband, the person I talk to the most is Kui. Like, legit. I, my other partner, he knows. Like, who you and your partner in life? Where when your partner in this side? So, you are a joy. Yes, au ni safuki tingi. Na tukikasirikianga tunasolve hapo na hapo. Tutafanya bema na feel so uncomfortable like Okay, you know dudes call it bromance. Yeah. What is it for women? Sisterhood. <laughs> not not romance. <laughs> oh my goodness, I feel like someone should have account for the random is it on that jokes is it my jokes man count how many have happened in this episode anyway yes how how do we anchor ourselves in the present how do we anchor ourselves in the present in just basically that's the question there are many ways to answer that question but the simplest ways okay even before you start anchoring yourself the most important thing is knowing yourself first you literally need to know when your mind is when you're not there or when there's something that is bugging you that or, or rather when there's something interfering with the moment you need to know yourself and that is 
that's super personal. So basically self-awareness. Actually, yeah, self-awareness. So self-awareness number one. Yes. We should do an episode on self-awareness. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because without self-awareness, everything else is just, it's mood. Yeah. There's nothing that we can tell you that will make sense. Because you'll be like, eh, what is that? So that would be the first thing. Then the second thing, and I think the simplest way is just through your senses, like your five your your five senses, not your sense of humor. <laughs> you need that joke number. <laughs> sense of humor. Someone please cut for us. But I get it. Yeah. I love that the aspect of engaging your senses. Us here at therapeutic love engaging our senses. Yes, so I like that you're bringing that aspect again. Continue, run with it. You're yes. to fresher. Yes. <laughs> so, um, there's something, I'm trying to remember. It's, it has a fancy word, but normally it's re- it's referred to as, it's referred to when people are talking about how to cope with stress and how to cope with things happening in your life. And it's normally, it's called 54321. So normally it's um name five things that you can see. Wait, so this is an exercise that you can do. Oh yes, when when you're feeling like you're under pressure you're feeling, or you're stressed. Um yes what, and no. Uh <laughs> well not 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 under pressure per se. It's it's a way of grounding you. Yes, yes the grounding technique. Yes, it's actually a grounding say, yeah. technique. So yeah. it will literally bring you into the, the present, into the moment, mm. and that can then help you deal with stress or it can deal help you deal with many other things. Yeah. But it's a way of just like bring your mind to this yes. is where I am. Removing yeah. it from wandering and yeah. running in the future crazy or yeah. stuck in the past and yeah. being like, we're in this moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. take us slow because okay. we're going to do this practically. Okay. Um, one of the things that Mwende, the therapist, has taught us on this therapeutic journey is some of these things. I feel like once I do it, it will be very easy for me to practice it tomorrow because we don't want to just share these things of good to know. It's not just information. So as you share with us the five, four, three, two, one, you'll just take it a uh, notch lower, like slower, so that someone has the time to think through it. Okay. So let's go. So. Um, Five, you you should um, name five things that you can see. So like, wait, what are five things you can see? A door, a bag, a bottle of water, a power bank, and then when... The- um, so five things that you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, the next is four. Mm. Four is what are four things you can feel mm. physically? Yes. Yeah. So when they, what are four things you can feel? Thank you for this question. I can feel the chair, the, the the firmness of the chair on my body. I can feel my shoe kunamali nafinya. So there's like a pressure there. I can feel the heat coming from my hair. It's very warm. And I can feel, can you feel your heartbeat? I can feel the calmness. I, as in, I feel calm. I can feel. No, no, I know. No, no, no. I know. Should be physical. I know. <laughs> I was trying to to go emotional. Uh, I, I can feel the notebook I'm holding on my thighs. Hey, okay. you know, that's so interesting because me, I only think of things I can uh, touch, like feel with my hands. Yeah, yeah. So I like the way you've gone for 
the toes and the, the hair heat. and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um then the third is now what are three things you can hear? back at you. Your voice is is your voice two things. <laughs> Bem's voice and Menda's voice. Yeah, I was not talking. <laughs> well, technically neither was I. I was not talking. Koi, <laughs> should we assess you? Are you hearing voices? <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not. So, okay, so there's the voices of Bem and Menda when they talk. Um Menda's laughter, you all can hear it and there's a humming sound. Yeah. Okay. Then the next one is what are two things you can smell? Is that for me? My yes, perfume. My I can smell. Mm, I smell me. I'm smelling good. Why would I smell wapi? I can not tell you who smell you. I'm not going to tell you. I can Thank you. I can smell my perfume. And... And my hair, Aki for real, I can smell it. You can smell it. Aki guy, yes. Koi is far. I can't smell It's a good smell. Whoa, what are you trying to say? Guy. <laughs> so I can smell perfume and hairspray. Yeah. Because they're the nearest things to me. Okay. Yeah. And then the final one is what's one thing you can taste? My saliva. <laughs> 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 yeah, let's let's end that there. <laughs> I like that you're taking us through grounding because in as much as we've joked and had fun with this, like notice, like come me when I was caught off guard, what am I feeling? I'm like legit, you have to stop and be like, what am I feeling anyway? Because imagine I hadn't noticed the warmth and I'm like, yeah, today I'm not in a scarf because I'm feeling warm. From my hair, canopy. Uh-huh. Yes, what would you like if you've been wondering how to keep warm? Yeah, anyway. And for you, Kui, I noticed you are, there are some you are caught like, hey, what's that? Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because that's exactly the point that um, inviting us into mindfulness and into presence, because when is the last thing you think about smell? You know, unless it's like a smell that actually calls to your attention. But I like it. I like that it invites us to your present because there's so much happening around us. Yeah. And the the thing I also like about this is you can do it anywhere. Imagine you might be in your room. You've been in your room a thousand times, but maybe you've never really noticed how things are placed. You've never really noticed. You've been with yourself the whole day. Maybe you've never noticed your smell. Or the smell of the places or things around you, you know. And that's an aspect of self-awareness. And when you're doing that, you can't be thinking, when you're like, I'm smelling this. It, it's not possible. So engaging your senses is an amazing way to anchor yourself in the present. Thank you, Ben, for bringing that up. Yeah. Did you have self-awareness no um it, it's pretty much those two and the thing is it's one of those things that when you practice it grows into other things but you have to start mm-hmm. it's you can't start looking for this is the simplest way of getting in you don't need to go read like a fifty thousand page manual just start mm-hmm. start with the two simplest things okay 
um, one of the things that we like, um, when every time we host gentlemen, we like going into conversations around men because you all are strange creatures. Um, and so when we talk about being present, one of the things that shocks us to the core about men is when you're like, what are you thinking? And they say nothing. What is nothing? Thank you, Koi. You are speaking for women everywhere. Yeah. Yes. So is it a mindfulness thing or is it <laughs> a, a running away from being mindful? Well, um, initially, we had had part of this conversation. And I was like, no, it's, it's men literally just being in the moment. As in, it's like there's nothing happening. It's, it's us being in the moment. And then Mwende went and threw a spanner in the works and she said it's intentionality. Sometimes we are not intentional. I'm just being in the nothing box. It's just, it's just, it's there. So if you bring in intentionality, uh, maybe we are not that mindful. Maybe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for starting by almost being cheeky and then correcting yourself very fast, quick, and in a hurry. Because when you're in your nothing box, if we can call it that, do you remember it? Remember that thing for storing it? Do you store those moments at a hundred? Amazon, your atokiongeleshwa. Things are entering one ear. <laughs> And leaving the other because you're not there, you're not present. So I, I like that. I like Umekwa honest. I thank you, Bem. We can see at easy if you have MCA aspirations, he's honest, an honest one anyway. Notice we don't we're not at one we like men on this um we like men on this podcast, and that's why we like inviting them, hearing their opinions. Sometimes we are asking these questions because at ACC, as women, we're like, eh, expound on this, please, because it, it fascinates us and it, it, it makes us um question or wonder, yeah? Um, Wait, but on the flip side of that, yeah? Please. Yeah? The nothing box might be debunked in form of mindfulness. Yeah. However, I I believe that men tend to be more present in that a lot of the things that we do are more practical as in they're more physical practical they they engage our senses a lot more so they need for us to be there mm -hmm. to do them so when you talk about mindfulness a lot of guys tend to be mindful because what they are doing needs for them to be you you can't you, you can't be playing rugby and you're thinking about something out there you can't be wrestling and you're and you're trying to figure out um the war in ukraine yeah mm -hmm. you'll get smacked mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's a lot of the things that we do tend to draw us into the moment mm -hmm. and thus we t we might actually tend to be a lot more mindful. And there's also that thing about things bleeding in. Mm. I, I don't know if it's a strength or a weakness, but a lot of guys tend to deal with things on the spot. It's like, yeah, moving on swiftly. I'm not saying that this is all guys mm. because human beings are human beings and we're all different. But then most most guys you'll find they will not ha they will not carry a lot of things forward. That's I think I once had a joke that when guys fight, it's as in they'll punch each other, whereas ladies they'll carry grudges into generations. Yeah. So the, about there's a lot less 
of our past that bleeds into the moment. That was a nice save. I like how you umeko <laughs> like wait 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 a minute. I like it. Also, I I will take and disagree. I will uh, throw a curveball. So I I like that. So especially when men are doing activities that bring them in the moment because I realize like at work you they can be really focused when they're doing sports, gym, you know all those um activity intense um activities like you can be in the moment how come sometimes when they come home <clears throat> that is yeah, not don't, don't even, <laughs> like that's the question by itself cuz yeah. yeah even when you mentioned about the sports I was like that's that's true you yeah. do focus there yeah. but then life is so much more than the activity yeah. so is it that men don't know how to be present if there's no like activity the adrenaline rush i i, I would <laughs> behold <laughs> you big put irakona i mean put the name of the lord <laughs> are you are you rethinking your your you're saying yes to doing this podcast we are nice on this podcast we like it this, we are nice it's wa- just that these words may or may not be used against <laughs> me later <laughs> um i think the biggest challenge there is and i don't know if this is a biological thing if it is um a cultural thing how we were brought up and stuff but a lot of men are not good at being sedentary yeah such that for guys to have a conversation they t- they kind of tend to need to be doing something otherwise our minds are going to sleep mode yeah where whereas now when you come home a number of times the situation is okay let's sit down and we talk and you're like way the scariest words to say to a man let us talk no but uh, what is with those words no seriously what is with those but it is no, as no, simple no, as no, no, that no, 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 let no, us no, no, talk no, 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 no. it is clear and to the point we are not We're not doing anything else. We are talking. No, no, no. Like that thing of Be prepared. We, no, that thing of we need for to talk. For conversation. Yeah? No, no, that thing of we need to talk. Why preempt? Just start talking. No, no but preempt. you utakwa sleep mode. So ni sawa utakwa if you go like hi, that words utakwa sleep. Let's go for a walk. But why why bring in those words we need to talk you're like but why? Why? <laughs> so, so that you don't feel ambushed. Like you're being given a heads up. <laughs> already already that is like you set up an alarm like haya kumekuju. It's like okay there's a problem. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But the invitation is to because I I think when you think about mindfulness there's the invitation for there's the active actively looking for ways to unplug from the busyness of life and I think that's very easy to understand you know just block your calendar Saturday morning go out for a walk um Sunday go out to Texas for brisket like those ones are easy I feel like where the work is at is how do I be present in the relationship this person that you're seeing every day how do you be present in your work in your office especially for people that work in the office and you become you've you've gone to those offices um even the admin is not looking at you and say 
end of sight. You know, they just point to whatever you need to be. Like, how do you be present in your everyday life? Like, do you have any practices for now the everyday? This this one you have to do. There's no unplugging. It's just how do you be present? I will throw it back and use that word for that. That is, it's 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 a skill. You yeah. have to practice yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But the, this is one of those things of you can't you can't put neutral love gravity. You literally need to practice. The same way you need to practice to be a good runner. You need to practice to be able to speak a language. Think think of it. Think of mindfulness as a language. The more you practice it, the better you become at it. But if you don't practice, you will not wake up tomorrow and start speaking fluent Korean. Yeah. But the more you do it, the better you become. Every single day you learn something new. So maybe take us back to how you began it. Because maybe say you're at level pro. But so so now you, when you tell someone, it's like a language, just practice. They're like, ah? What am I practicing? <laughs> Uh, that uh, it is a lie. I don't think I'm anywhere close to level pro, <laughs> even intermediary. <laughs> I, I, it's 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 not mindfulness is one of those things. I think it's a lifelong journey. Yeah, there'll always be a reason to be distracted. There'll always be something to distract you, or literally there'll be reasons why you want to be distracted. Because life can come at you sometimes, eh? but you're just like, eh, my brain needs a holiday. <laughs> I just don't need to be present. Instagram, daydream, or just not be there. Mental, just mentally check out. Yeah. So, if we're talking about it's like a language you need to practice, like a language you need to practice the words, you need to practice pronunciation, you need to read more and stuff. How you practice this is one. Do cons- consistently do self awareness checks. Like where am I? Like mentally, where am I? What's going on in my life right now? Yeah. What's um in our small group? They have this thing of um what am I thankful for? What is stressing me out and stuff like that. Ask yourself those questions and get an answer. Sometimes we ask ourselves, and when the answers start to come, you're like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't need yeah, to know this I was answer. Joking. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> yeah. Ask yourself those hard questions and then dig deep for the answers. If there's some if you're feeling angry, why are you angry? Sometimes we walk around, we're angry and we don't even know why we're angry. Yeah. So one, consistently have self awareness checks. Ask yourself, how am I doing? How is my heart? What's going on? Then two, that grounding practice that we spoke about earlier, ground yourself. It's before um, if 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 um, somebody comes up to you and goes like, "We need to talk," <laughs> and your brain goes like, "Flee, flee, run!" <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Do that. Ground yourself in that moment and be like, okay, I am here. I am. This is what is happening. This is a conversation we're about to have. It is neither good, it is neither bad, it's just a conversation. Just ground yourself in that moment. And then consistently do that. Keep practicing, keep practicing. So it will get to a place that will become second nature to you. And that is what I believe we are striving towards. 
And I like that you've said that also in the podcast, we've been giving you other tools. You can do the deep breath. You can do a body scan. All these things are ways of just anchoring you into the present. And sometimes mindfulness doesn't have to be something super hard. When it becomes second nature, the way Bam is saying, remember we've talked about it has to be intentional. You have to focus your attention and then the attitude should be non-judgmental. Do you know you can be mindful when you're eating? You can say, I'll start practicing mindfulness every time I have a meal. So instead of watching TV while you're eating or being on your phone or being, you know, that's how you end up eating and you can't remember what you've eaten or you don't even feel full because even your brain wasn't there. You were just, you get, yeah, you can be like this githeri I am consuming. What is it? Ooh, your mindy, iliva. Like it's soft, singumu, you know. Yeah, did someone use kitungu in this? Wow, as in, and just let, like, look at it as a curiosity journey. Like, just explore what's happening in your mouth. Look for the umami flavor. (laughs) But you get what I mean? You can decide, I'll start small. My mindfulness, I'll start training with walking. When I'm walking, instead of being on autopilot, you are not even looking. You are just on autopilot looking, looking. I, I feel like the grounding, especially the 54321 when you're walking is a very interesting experiment because you'll realize how there are shops outside your house you have never seen. You've lived there for years. There, there's a tree you'd never, you left it as a cast seedling. Now it's a whole tree, like just small. It's those in the small things. You, you, the thing about mindfulness, Uzuri, is you don't have to buy a manual. You don't have to, you can even start today in the small things as we've talked, just one step at a time. One last one I would say as you move from maybe beginner to more intentional is setting an intention for the day. I have been loving that one. I've been trying that this week and this month. You know, what does that mean? It's like setting an intention. What are those? So you see, mindfulness is about being here in the here and now. And sometimes we just wake up and go into our day. We don't even look, you know, you just jumped in. And sometimes like, so for me, I usually like doing a lot of yoga and clearly you can hear me. We're not hippies. I know what some of y'all thinking. No. So, and, and sometimes even after you've done QT, if you're, if you read in the Bible in the morning, whatever you do in the morning, one of the things of carrying that forward into your day is setting an intention. Setting an intention is, for example, saying, today I want to be thankful. Just that. Today I want to be thankful. Imagine you're putting that as your intention for the day. Do you know what your brain does? It goes like, yes, I understand the assignment. Guess what? You will see more opportunities to be thankful. And imagine that's a way of um, being mindful because you've set an intention. Your brain will look for that. You will also have to pay attention because now after you set an intention for the day, at the end of the day, you have to review the intention. So you go like, and sometimes you'll set an intention and when you're reviewing, you're like, what was the intention for the day? (laughs) Because you are not in it. But sometimes you'll go like, by the way, I didn't realize it, but maybe 
nothing out of the normal happened, but you were the most thankful that day. You were just like, wow, I'm thankful for this dream, Karura. I like that it's the simple things that we can practice. We are very thankful, Bem, that you came to be with us on um, today's episode. Any parting shot? Anything else you'd want us to know about you? Outside. For waterfalls. Yeah, but anything else? I, I take him better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think my parting shot would be this. Life is ridiculously short. Some people say, yes, it's the longest thing that you'll ever, you'll ever live. Mm. Um, but when you sit back and you look at all the people in your lives, I'm a photographer. And a lot of times, I've taken photos of many events, many people and stuff. And there are those moments you'll take a photograph and then months or years or days later, you see the same photograph being used in, a, in, a, in an obituary. And I think my work has made me more present to the fact that life is very fleeting because one day you're looking at a photograph and every single person in that photograph is no longer there. So I think there's a beautiful thing about being in the moment, capturing those moments, so to speak. Yes, mm-hmm. my work. Yeah. <laughs> um, capturing those moments and just holding them close because at the end of the day, that's all we ever have. That's all we ever have of each other. We are here, we're here in this moment, the three of us having this conversation. Who knows where we'll be 50, 80, 100 years from now? Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what 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 memories we'll carry from here it's it's very sobering when we look at our lives as fleeting uh again i go back to scripture and i remember this thing about i think so then jacob was giving jacob he was he was blessing one of his sons and he was talking no maybe that i might be wrong but he was talking about um i think the sons of Issachar who knew um, who knew to tell the times. We are not very good at how does that, there's a phrase that goes everyone knows that they will die but not everyone believes it. And if we were present to the fact that we are only here for a short period of time we would hold less grudges we would enjoy each other's company a lot more. We would be present more because we know this is what we have now. So my parting shot would be this. If you have to make peace with your past, make peace with it. Find ways of making peace with it. Go for therapy. Pick up an exercise. Do something to get better. Then enjoy now. Because that's all you have. Tomorrow, when it comes, if it comes, be grateful and then live in tomorrow. But for now, make memories for today. Yeah. Amazing. Wow. I'm just my drop mic, but please don't drop. No, I like what he said. Hashtag quote takeaway of the day. Today is a gift. That's why it's called present. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> good to do. I saw I saw um an Instagram thing here. Someone was saying, as long as you're alive, know that you're fully in. You know, like there's no I'm kinda alive. No, you're fully alive. And so if you're alive, imagine this is it. So do what you gotta do so that you enjoy your hair now. Mwende, any parting shots? Um, I'm loving this conversation. It's been interesting and a good reminder for me, as I mentioned earlier, I like to look at each moment as a full glass. And what are you doing with this full glass? Right? Because many of us are dying of thirst, maybe if we are looking for happy moments, especially joy. I know most of us like look for joy and stuff. And joy is one of the things that the more you chase, the more elusive it becomes, like sleep. Have you ever tried working hard to sleep? You don't sleep. <laughs> it becomes the opposite. You're there like sleep, sleep, sleep. And that time your macho, they're popping out, right? So for me, if you're dying of thirst looking for joy, imagine being more present can feel that, that thirst because it is about bringing that intention, attention, and attitude into that moment. Then you realize, I like the way Bem is saying, at the end of our lives, the thing we treasure most, the thing we would want more of, is not more time with our phones. It's not more time with our jobs. It's not more time, you know, it's usually more time with the people we care about the most. And sometimes they're the people we give the least full attention. So, yeah, I'm also challenged to enjoy are your smiles reaching your eyes? Are your eyebrows enjoying this conversation? <laughs> Do you have eyebrows? <laughs> yeah, just the simple things like that. And maybe, listener, you're wondering, Allah, maybe even for you, one of the exercises can be which sense of yours is easy to pick? Which Which sense picks easily for you, like captures things easy. Because there are people who sense, Koi knows this, I'm big on sense. <laughs> Mwende's house is weird. <laughs> okay, not weird. Weird in a nice way. So she has she has all this sense. Siji the diffuser. And the diffuser is like four different scents. So she goes like, which scent would you like? Like what? <laughs> and the things that make her, but if you want to get Mwende a gift, just get her a scented candle. Thank me later. Well, where is the lie? That is true. For me... Could, could we say she's sentimental? Oh, we could! I love it. That's the best one you've dropped today. That, that's the parting shot. <laughs> and yeah, dropped the mic. Thank you. Um, I was saying <laughs> that for me, smell is an easy scent for me to gra- to anchor myself in the present. But there's someone else, it's taste. There's someone else, it's sight. There's someone else, it's hearing. Kunatu, music is what grounds them. So sometimes you might find everything is too hard. Pick one which does it for you and practice on that as you add more. Yes. Thank you, guys. Um, I feel like I shouldn't add into anything. Um, thank you, Bem, for coming. That was awesome. We hope you enjoyed. Yeah, we- Lily, with the da 
bad jokes. We hope we didn't bully you. We didn't shock you. No regrets about coming into this. Uh, None whatsoever. Yay. Amazing. Um, so thank you so much, our listeners, for supporting us through this journey. We have come to a close of our season one. Ah, uh, guys, we we have talked. So imagine, Bem, you're like the cherry on the Show cake. Showstopper. Showstopper. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> um, and so it's been it's been beautiful just talking about thoughts and feelings and behavior and all these things to raise our awareness and in, and to invite us into the present because it's beautiful. I know um, Kanairo Ningumu and life is generally hard. Um, but then I hope that from this episode you've grown in terms of your awareness and yeah appreciate what's going on around you um and we are gonna step into things that are a bit harder but will be will be will be really good a necessary conversation for this season yeah so we are about to step into a series about mental wellness yes mental wellness mental illness Mm. and all the things in between if you want to be part of that conversation drop us Ask your questions. Oh my goodness. In fact, yeah, if if you have a story you'd want to share with us, mm. if you have questions you'd love to ask, um, <laughs> this is the reason her parents paid school fees. Mm. Um, so as therapeutic, we are very proud of those parents who supported you throughout school. Um, big up mom and dad. Yay, big yes. up. And so we, we are looking forward mm. to that conversation. Yes, so much. And if this season has blessed you, you've learned, you've been challenged, you've been do us a voice note. Please Seriously, do a voice note. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we will have a, a honorary episode where if you send us voice notes, we can include it oh, in yeah. the email. Oh, like, yeah. tell us what you learned, what you agreed, mm. what you did, didn't agree with. About any episode. About any episode and we might just do like a shout out episode yeah. for fans for yeah. the last episode yeah. and, and yeah. jump into the next one. Because yeah. why not? Yeah. Awesome. Yes. Asante Nisana, you've been in the room with me, Koi. Mwende and George. <laughs> Till next time. Kwaheri. Kwaheri.